are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media, and we are here to rock on week four of the NFL, moving into week five. Uh, many storylines playing out right before us. Of course, we have to check. It's like the New York Jets are our version of the Cowboys, because we all can't wait to ask Tay about what's going on with Tay's Takes LLC. He'll be he's with us tonight. We got our man Jeff Jeff Axel. He is soldiering ahead, even though from a recent surgery. Uh he only missed one NBA pod. He's back out here. Iron Man. And uh True is in and out. He's floating around. Tay, god damn it. Did we see a ray of hope on Sunday night? It took the Chiefs plus the power of Taylor Swift plus the fucking referees with some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. I, even as a former offensive lineman myself, was vomiting on the floor watching the fucking egregious holding that was not getting called in that Chiefs-Jets game. It took all of that Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson he came out there, he was warming up, he had his hands on his thigh pads, and one slipped to the left, and he said, oh shit, those are my nuts, I have those, maybe I should start fucking using them, found himself, remembered why he was the number two pick, and was throwing fucking lasers on Sunday night, is is our, is this a Tay? Phoenix from the ashes. I also liked Aaron Rodgers with the gamesmanship out there walking around like he wasn't that hurt, trying to give them hope. Like, come on, guys, if you just get us to December, I'm going to come back. I don't know if he's really going to, but that's definitely what he's trying to do to get in their heads mentally to try and show them that. Uh, Tay, is are we Phoenix from the ashes time? Are we here? No, I don't know if you remember. I told you that Jets was gonna have a good game. <laughs> I said that. I, I, I said that. I said Jets. I don't know if they're gonna win. They're gonna have a good game. I said that. I knew it was gonna happen, man. Just take some time. You know that's just how the NFL is, man. You're not gonna play good against all every team. It's, it's gonna happen. You know it's it's only up from here though. It's only up from here. Axe, what what you see Sunday night? Well, that was the best game I've seen from Zach Wilson. I ain't going to lie. He had threw some dots. Um, defense still was playing at a high level. It just – I don't know. I just hope that Coach Salah doesn't get fired for this season because that defense really has bought in. They play at a really high level. Um, if Wilson can play anything close to that, then they'll be in decent shape because AFC's a little bit mid. Like, it's seven teams, it's two and two. So they're not completely out of the hunt yet. So We're going to talk about one of those teams because this fucking podcast said one particular team was going to be scrappier than people thought, and they are tied for first in the division, but we're going to get to that. The Jets, do you think that they're – okay, so you said, you know, if Zach Wilson could keep going like that, we, we might have a shot. Might be a shot. Glimmer of hope. Yeah, it's like – only a couple of teams at AFC has really separated themselves so far. So they're, they're still kind of in the mix. He has to play like that again, though. He can't go back to being a three-interception type motherfucker. That's going to have to stop. He's going to have to build off this performance. So the team that I was referring to was, of course, the Houston Texans, with also mine and Jeff Axel's number one quarterback rank quarterback prospect in this last draft cj stroud balling the fuck out at levels that only cam newton as a rookie did better than the guy is in the top five in basically every statistical category ahead of many of the usual stalwarts of the quarterback position um cj stroud is killing it D'Amico ryans is doing a great job getting these guys motivated the defense is scrappy they are tight you know i will of course 
not make a bad faith argument and be clear. Everyone is tied for first place in that division because they're all two and two, but still two and two and tied for first is two and two and tied for first, which I don't think a lot of people thought that that was going to happen. If CJ Stroud maintains this and becomes a top 10 quarterback, I, because I was already saying it, how annoyed I was with how everybody wanted to pick nits and hate on their fucking draft day, uh, shenanigans when they pulled off the trade to get both CJ Stroud and Will Anderson. If CJ Stroud maintains this pace and Will Anderson becomes, it's going to look like one of the greatest drafts of all time that any team has ever had. And people had the nerve to fucking bitch about it on the day of. Everything's going right for one of the DAR sports media football podcasts. Darlings, the Houston Texans, our other darling, acquitted themselves very well this weekend too we're going to talk about that next houston texans tell us about it axe yeah i definitely did say that in my prediction three i was like it wasn't going to be this little bottom feeding team like they've been the past couple years shout to stride with over 1200 yards in the first four weeks um tank dell and nico collins young receivers that are very impactful um, that defense flies around. They create turnovers. Uh, Will Anderson's been disruptive. They got great safeties, good linebacker play. Like, and they play Atlanta next, so they probably gonna win the uh another game this week because I'm not moved by Atlanta at all. So, yeah, Houston can keep building if they can get anywhere close to 500. That's a successful season early on. Like, I- I'm really high on CJ Stroud and what they got going on in Houston. Shout out to Damian Pierce, too. They got a good one. Nico Collins coming out of nowhere as well. Uh, Tay, what do you think about the Houston Texans? Uh, I don't want to sound like a hater or nothing. I think they've just been fortunate, honestly. Like, don't get me wrong. They're they're, they're solid. They've been fortunate, like, I don't want to overrate them and act like they're like this perfect team or nothing, but they they've been fortunate. They've been playing they've been playing solid football. You know, not 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 the best. I, I don't I don't want to like act like they're you know they're four no and this that and the third. But yeah, they've been playing they've been playing good. I like I want I want to see like the full season because they're gonna have some good games, gonna have some bad games. It's like just like every other team, but um. Yeah, I didn't think they would start two and two. I see that. I didn't. I didn't think they would start two and two. But the Steelers isn't like they're not good. Like that that offensive coordinator. That that that's a big problem for the Steelers. And it's like they're a bit of they're in a bit of a free fall right now. Yeah, if you can't score, I mean, you know, we yeah, thought that was, maybe they just got the shit whipped out of them by the Niners because the Niners are great. Turns out maybe the Steelers just actually suck. Yeah, their offense is terrible. Like, I mean, somebody points a game like sixties and shit. Yeah, it's you know that's not really good. But I say that Jacksonville win was very impressive. Like uh, week three, that that was that was a really good win to me. Jacksonville again too. They don't seem as good as last year necessarily. But yeah, no. Yeah, they they definitely you know. Texas definitely have been playing good football the past two weeks. I say that. I wonder. I mean, you know, like you said, it's a long season. Mm-hmm. A lot could happen. A lot could change. In fact, a lot of us, including this podcast, say the the, the, the real preseason just ended. Now the real regular season's about to start this weekend. So it's a fun story so far. I mean, hey, every opportunity would be crazy. So every year, you know, I heard this. There's I've always heard this this term, uh, the 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 good bad team. It's a bad team, but they whoop all the other good, bad teams. Uh, Texas might be that squad this year, especially if C.J. Stroud keeps playing at the level he's playing and becomes a legit uh, force multiplier. Um, Fitty got 250 on us, and we the number one defense in the league right now. There you go. It was his like, first game, wasn't it? But he was moving the ball, yeah. It was his first, first game yeah. in Baltimore. Like, he was finding Nico Collins. I'm like, ooh, he, he going to be true. Speaking of darlings of this pod, the commanders did not quite pull it off in large part to Tay's favorite head coach in the NFL, 
Ron Rivera. Um, but man, they fought their asses off. That game felt like it went for six hours. It was cutting over into my damn 49ers game. Um, they were right there, neck and neck with one of the better teams in the NFL. Sam Howell chopped them up on the final drive, did well throughout the game. Tay, even the loss, I think we got to feel pretty damn good about the Washington Commanders other than Ron Rivera, and we'll get to his decision-making towards the end of the game. Other than that, though, I think we're feeling good about the Commanders, yeah? Yeah, I don't want to take a role victory because we did lose the game at the end of the day. We did lose, but it was definitely better for Buffalo. But like I said before, you're going to have your bad games. Like There's, I, there's been all these teams – like the Dolphins had their bad game. They got blown up by the Bills. Like, it's going to happen. You know, that was just our bad game. Like, you know, even the, like the 49ers, your bad game last year was the Chiefs. You know, like, yeah. that's in the back here. You don't even think about that. Like, it happens. You know, you, you got to have that bad game where you, you just get a wake-up call. And that was – our bad game was just against the Bills. It just didn't match up well with the Bills. But, so, um, yeah, yeah, I like the offense and defense a lot more this week. Like, it definitely gave me a hope. Like last week was just a bad game. Like against the Bills, that was just a bad game. That's not who we are. So, Axe, what you think of the Commanders fighting hard, damn near taking down the NFC champs? Very impressed with Sam Howell. People gotta remember it's um, a rookie season. What's this like? His eighth overall game? Not even yeah. that much. Yeah, like his fifth overall game. Fucking Something told like you. Fifth. Fucking so told all of you. Yeah. <laughs> It's his fifth game. So, yeah, like, he's a rookie pretty much. So, people got to be patient and can't, like, overreact to his bad games. But he showed a lot of resilience. Uh, him and McLaurin, they um have good chemistry. Him and Curtis Samuel have a pretty decent chemistry. Um, Brian Robinson played pretty well. Um, I was impressed now. Where I disagree with Tay is that defense. They've given up 30 a couple times. Y'all got a little too many high draft picks to be giving up 30 to these teams. Like, I, I just don't see how you could be happy with that. I can see being happy with the offense and the enemy, but what, what what are you seeing in the defense that I'm not? So, it's selective. Like, we'll, we'll hold teams zero in the second half. They'll score all their, like, it's, it's just like, <clears throat> when they want to play, like you know, like when we the two games that we won, the def- like the, the teams pretty much didn't score the second half. Like it's it's selective. It's like whenever they're ready to come play, that's when they all right. Like no more scoring, and it happens. That that's what it is. Honestly, well, it's not in totality. No, but like when it when it matters towards the end of the game, that's when the defense really starts to play defense. So that that's what I see in it. And I, I it should get better from here. So. Well and and you gotta look at the last two weeks they've played two of the best offenses in the NFL, the Bills yeah. and the and the Eagles. So they still gave up thirty three to the Broncos too. That's what I'm thinking about as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They scored that's most of that in the first quarter. You know like that's that's okay. just how we would, I don't like that at all. I don't like that we, you know, let teams – I don't like that. I want to play defense the whole game, but I see the potential where we can play defense in certain quarters of the game. I just want defense in the full game. That's why okay. I, I, I do see something in the defense. So that – that this Ron Rivera decision to not go for two at the end of the game, he explains it and says – Oh, I didn't go for two because the offense was tired. So, bro, that means the defense is like twice as tired. It's one play to win, to beat the NFC champs. What the fuck is going on here? He's just saying nonsense. Nonsense, like Tay. Make him more tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my offense is so exhausted they can't run another play. So let's make sure we go into a whole nother play period after this. Yeah. What are you talking about, bro? Yeah, oh, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, he really surprises me. Like, there's just no way. Like, that he's a coach. It's like he doesn't even pay attention. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't like. I just don't get. It. He should, like I said, should not have a job. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep saying it. He shouldn't have a job. Like, I don't care. We win 
10 games a season. He should still be fired. Like, he just doesn't – he obviously doesn't know what's going on. He didn't know that we were eliminated from the playoffs. He said we were tired, so let's just play another quarter. No, <laughs> run one more play, win or lose, that was it. I don't know. I, yeah, he just he shouldn't be a coach, you know? He shouldn't be a coordinator or something like that. But not, not a coach, not – no. He can't call him know. Riverboat Ron if he ain't gambling. Yeah. yeah. He don't deserve that nickname no more. He's lost it all, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to win 10 games, though. We said it right here on the show. They're going to win 10 games. So we kind of got one of our main storylines coming out of last week's episode. We kind of got screwed out of it this week. We were all looking forward to that Cleveland-Baltimore game. Looking forward to a prove-it game for both squads. Turns out, I don't know if you guys saw this today, that Deshaun Watson pulled his own self out of the game. He was medically cleared by the medical staff and said, no, thank you. Man, it's a good thing the Browns didn't completely sell their souls and also make this guy the highest paid player in the history of the NFL for him to be doing shit like that. Thank goodness that's not the case, or that would be really fucking depressing if I was uh, in any way connected to the Browns. Um, yeah, earning that phrase, dropping the Browns off at the Super Bowl. They got fucking smashed by the Ravens. What did you think there, Axe? Well, Percy, I don't understand why they traded Josh Dobbs, because DTR clearly wasn't ready. That man was spooked out there. He was wild and accurate, eating mad sex. They just wasn't ready. Like, And I will say him. this, for, for the Ravens' new offense, uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't fucking play defense. And, and the Ravens were moving that ball like it was fucking nothing. Best passing day that LeVar Jackson's ever had in the NFL. I wouldn't say that, but he was he was dropping some dimes out there. Um, we're getting in better rhythm. We're getting healthier. And Cleveland didn't really play anybody offensively worth a damn. Like the Titans, the Steelers, like they I wasn't moved by that number one defense shit. The Bengals. Yeah, we already seen what they did. They all three of them teams offensively challenged. So I'm glad we and we were shorthanded too. We were missing linemen. We was missing our top two receivers. Well, top three, because Zay, he's past the baiting at this point. So I just like what the Ravens have put together in all honesty. They're getting in a good rhythm and hopefully it continues against Pittsburgh. Like just had to remind Cleveland it's levels to this shit, man. Like everybody want to hop on the bandwagons. They beat some poo-poo ass teams and just think we supposed to bow down. So when Lamar is healthy, we're the best team in the division. Like that man consistently beats both Ohio teams every year. I was excited to see the relationship between him and Mark Andrews reignited. Uh, very good for all my fantasy teams. Um, Tay, your your crew. No, don't, no, don't look at the camera like we forgot. The Browns are your guys too. Only second to the Jets, but we remember. This is what you get for riding with the nasty man. He's nasty in many ways, clearly. Yeah, I don't got a problem with him uh, sit, sitting the game out. I don't have a problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that because, honestly, because who's to say it would have been the same thing, you know, playing through an injury? Because I don't like when players play through injury and then they go in the press conference room, oh, my shoulder was messed up. I'd rather you just not play. So I don't have a problem with that. I would like to see him come back this week, but – or I think, I think they're on a bye week. But, yeah, they're on a bye. Yeah, they're on a bye. Yeah. I would, I would like to see them, uh, you know, you know, take take the time, come back after the bye week. You know, like, I don't have a problem with that. It's all right. They, they can lose one game. You know, it, it's not the end of the world. I, I do – I don't really – that doesn't bother me that he sat out. But, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't a good game. They couldn't really get anything going on offense. I mean, it wasn't that hard because DTR, he went late for a reason, not the best pass of the ball, you know. He did, Pretty much ran the ball a lot in the preseason. That's why like, people loved him so much. So he wasn't really 
throwing the ball like that. So, you know, you, you play him a certain way. Ravens defense played him a certain way. He threw three picks. I mean, you know, it was pretty much an easy game for the Ravens, honestly. But, uh, yeah, you know, it would have been better if Deshaun Watson did play, but I don't mind him sitting out for a game. That's fine. We're going to keep the, uh, the weekend review part pretty short because part of the looking forward to week four is going to be a little more extensive, and I think you guys know which topic that's going to be, Tay, because me and you talked a little about it a little bit on Sunday. It's funny that certain team pages, social media pages, clearly don't know shit about football and want to post something about certain quarterbacks right at the minute that they're 10 for 10, 145 yards and a touchdown, breaking it off in that team's ass. We're going to talk about that in a second. Jeff Axe, what else stood out to you about week three? What are you looking forward to in week four? I think we enter in five, not Steve. I think you're completely correct. Week four and week five. Hey, oh, yeah, week four kind of stunk. It's not really too many. Um, it was a lot of blowouts, so I'm not really pressed on too much. Week four and week five got some good games on it. Um, definitely looking forward to y'all and Calvin. I think that'd be a yeah. Good one. That that's that's um, gonna be all right. We'll we'll just fucking go there. Uh, <laughs> tell you that Cardinals page. Let me just let me just. Okay. <laughs> Leads the league or is top five in every statistical category. People say he doesn't face face pressure because Brock Purdy is who we're fucking discussing. In case it wasn't clear to everybody else. Every time he and you know what I was I was cool about this I was humble about it but now people are getting a little bit fucking a little bit too spicy with their fucking disrespect a little bit too much dip on their chip about this fucking subject really puffing their chests out saying this shit so some things need to be said he has faced the highest blitz rate of any quarterback since they started keeping that fucking stat so don't tell me the fucking run game is loosening things up. Or that he can't, he gets blitzed all the fucking time, constantly, and beats the blitz. Who would you consider, this is an NFC quarterback, if you guys don't get it, I'm not going to leave you hanging. Who would you consider probably the best deep ball passer in the NFC? He plays in the NFC East, hint. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. You know who has nine less air yards than fucking Jalen Hurts? Brock Purdy does. So all this dink dunk bullshit, no. He's actually, per efficiency ratings, the best deep ball passer in the NFL. Now, I'm not saying he is better than Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, all these people, but I am telling you that so far this season, his performance has been better. And that's not me saying that because I'm a Niners fan. That's me saying that as somebody who can read fucking numbers because that's what the numbers fucking say. So we can keep saying all this shit about Brock Purdy, but we will go back to our little game called Go Ahead and Name 12. You name me 12 guys you would rather fucking have. Is the list getting shorter for you, Jeff Axel? 20 for 21. Almost 300 yards, two total touchdowns. Through passes, through pass completions of 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards, and 30 yards. Every fucking level of the field. It's definitely getting shorter. Like, I had felt even before the season that it wasn't a fluke and he was more than a game manager. I mean, obviously, it's talent there, but you got to be able to execute and complete the throws. It's been guys that haven't really been as efficient. So he's going out. He's playing at a high level. Christian McCaffrey's playing borderline MVP ball as well. Like, anytime you break a Jerry Rice record with consecutive touchdowns, that's just some next-level shit. So he's got so many borderline untouchable records. So shout-out to McCaffrey, defense playing at a high level. I think they're going to smack Dallas personally. But that's going to be their biggest test so far. So uh, something else I want to I want to bring up, I don't, again, I don't think that people are quite – because it's all looked – so natural and so easy. I think people forget Brock Purdy. This will be his 10th regular season start. 
10, mm. 23 years old. So to do the things he's doing, I think people just kind of like, they, they don't, it doesn't quite sink in. Like how fret, like this dude's going to get better. He's going to keep improving. He's on the way up. He's only got 10 regular season starts. Let's fucking go. So the thing about this Cowboys game, and I understand people thinking like, hey, the Niners are going to fucking whoop the Cowboys. Cowboys lost to the Cardinals. Cowboys are this and that. The only thing that I think of when when this happens um, is, you know, because everybody says this every single year. Oh, it's the fucking Cowboys. What better opportunity for them to go out and show we're not the same old Cowboys anymore than on primetime Sunday night against the undefeated 49ers in the Bay Area. So that's going for them. But then we're going to get into the game, and the Cowboys are going to do some stupid shit, and then they're going to show, you know, when it happens and they show both coaches, and you're going to show Kyle Shanahan, and then they're going to show Mike McCarthy. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah. No, they have no fucking chance because it's Mike McCarthy against Kyle Shanahan. Code is going to throw at least a pick, and they suck scoring in the red zone. So I don't know. Take. Oh, Brock yeah, Purdy. Where, where's okay. he at in your ranks now? You already, you were already more bold than a lot of people. Where you already said, "Get, get Dak out of my face. Get Kirk out of my face. I'll yeah. take Brock Purdy." Yeah, that still fit that way. And here, here's what I don't like. I don't like that people they'll uh kind of downplay. No, not kind of. They do downplay him because of the players he plays around. Like, sorry, they got a good roster. Like, I don't think that's fair to just. Oh well, if if so and so had McCaffrey, they just say I I don't really like. I don't think that's fair. Like to 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 hate or downplay on the quarterback because they're on a good roster, I mean, like, aren't you supposed to give your quarterback a good roster? I mean, look at the fucking Eagles. Best yeah, offensive like, line, best yeah. receiving core. DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift is killing it. Nobody's fucking saying, oh, Hurts is just a just a product of the roster. He's just a product of the system. Fuck mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah, I just don't think that's right. It's just like... Act like no other team's got good fucking that. players. Yeah, because if it was the other way around... If there was nobody to play with, no receivers, oh, he doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to. Like you're supposed to give your quarterback you're supposed to have a good roster in general, like not even for the quarterback. You're supposed to have how you win games. Good rosters win games. Like that's just that's how it goes. If if you got if you throw the ball to McCaffrey, if McCaffrey gets the ball every play and he win by twenty, that's just how it's gonna be. Like I don't I don't think you should necessarily downplay a team for that. Like, I mean, and it's not just McCaffrey too. Ayuk's been great. Like, if he wasn't hell, hurt, yes, he'd be in the top five for receiving yards. Like, I firmly do believe that. But he's the number one like, PFF wide receiver right now. He's so yeah. by that he's had the best season. Yeah, yeah. I I think yeah. I, I think the 49ers are the best team in the league, man. I I got them going pretty far, and I don't think. I don't think Brock Purdy's a fluke. I think he is a top ten quarterback. I mean, yeah, you just gotta stop downplaying the roster because that's what she's supposed to do as a GM. She's supposed to give your team the best chance to win with the good roster. True pot tapped in. He looks like he got to take on this. Uh I, I don't necessarily I just put my daughter to bed. So, <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me let me jump back in. Um what are we talking about again? I, I missed We're like, talking about the slander on my fucking quarterback. Oh, Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy, who went oh, yeah. 20 for 21 for damn near 302 right total touchdowns. And this right so now. Yeah. Tay tagged me because he knew I was going to fuck these people up. This Cardinals fucking fan page, you know, like, a you know, it's, it's an aggregator news site, whatever the fuck, clearly doesn't know fucking ball, posting about, oh, everybody makes such a big deal of it when he drops it off to Christian McCaffrey. When they posted that fucking, when they posted it, I, I sent it back to Tay and them. At that point, Brock Purdy's stat line was 10 for 10, 145, a touchdown. If you look at his passing chart from this past week, it only has one completion on it because he only threw one couple. It has completions of 10, 15, 20, and 30 yards. Every level of the field, 20 for 21. 
talking about all he does is dump it off to Christian McCaffrey. Fuck out of my face. When when he went against the Giants and he got blitzed at a higher rate than any quarterback in the fucking modern era, and he threw two dimes with a blitzer in his face, was that to Christian McCaffrey? No, it fucking wasn't. Fuck out of here. Hey, man, look, Brock, Brock Purdy is showing that he is worth um, you know, for being the starting quarterback in this league. And he has, you know, for my money, I'd say the 49ers are the best team right now uh, in the league. So, um, I mean, it's, it counts for something. You know, I mean, obviously CMC is, is a beast, you know. It, it, Absolutely. It, it, you you ain't going to be mad about having that, you know, that type of talent on your team. Well, the Panthers were. <laughs> but I, you know, I saw that uh, the MVP speaking of which, early... ESPN. I haven't forgot your bitch ass either. Fucking grading that trade a C minus when it fucking happened. That looks real fucking smart now, doesn't it? You know, when we sit here and we talk about imposter He's syndrome about this, when we sit here and talk about imposter syndrome, we here on DAS Sports Media have imposter syndrome, but it's because we see imposters everywhere we fucking look. And whoever wrote that article calling that trade a C minus after what the fuck Christian McCaffrey has put together since then, your dumbass should be sitting on a fucking couch somewhere. Go ahead. Can, can you pick true? 12 quarterbacks you can you would rather have than Brock Purdy. Me and Tay can't. Right now? Absolutely right now. not. Yeah. Nah, absolutely not. No. You I mean, you know, he's he's a quarterback of like, you know, you could argue he's the best <laughs> the best team in the in, in the overall in the league. I, I mean, we, we talked about this on the previews. Uh, I think we all knew the 49ers are going gonna dominate their division and looking like the conference. <laughs> really right now um i don't see anybody but once again you know brock is um brock, brock we got we got to see how it look when it you know when it comes to crunch time you know you know uh, football is yep. one and done when it comes to the postseason so uh you know one one slip up one bad game and, and you know same thing for uh you know cmc obviously but you know i think man i, I think mccaffrey is just he he's he's so gifted he's so good at what he does it's like uh, I can't I can't understand anybody who hates on that dude is a ridiculous talent. Um, he has won a lot of my friends' money <laughs> when it comes to betting, uh, especially when he had them was it three TDs the other uh, the four. other game. So oh, four, well, three, four rushing. Yeah. three rushing, three rushing, one receiving. And, and one receiving. He you know he he definitely got some of my people's paid. So we definitely appreciate. I appreciate. I, I got twenty percent of what what they made. So I appreciate that. Um, so. Uh, yeah, but no, nah, man, I, I just I just think when it comes to the 49ers, you have to give them credit. You got to give Brock Purdy credit. You got to give CMC credit. You got to give that defense credit. You got to give all, all around credit to the 49ers right now. They're making it look, I won't say look easy, but it, it, it looks a hell of a lot better than, you know, I can't talk because the team that I supported most of my life is the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and, you know, 2016 was a long time ago. <laughs> and sure and, feels yeah, like it doesn't it <laughs> like, a long time ago like just just to I mean, you put it to put it simply i mean you know my daughter was like four you know in 2016 she's 11 and that basically you know i basically put us in perspective like i said man the 49ers are doing what we thought they would do i just i am personally I'm a little shocked at how good brock purdy's been um, yeah, I expect the CMC to go off, but you know, um, you know, you think they're gonna uh, think they're gonna rock and roll on the Cowboys on Sunday? I hope. I hope. Uh, I mean, everybody knows, man. I don't have nothing good to say about the Cowboys, so no one on this I podcast does. You know, so I don't see. I guess I, I don't see the I don't look at the Cowboys like the Cowboys. You know, they they ran rough shot over the Patriots, but like, come on, man, that's Patriots, like. Ain't doing, ain't doing shit. So um, I don't know. I, I, I it could be a close game. That's what I'll say. It could be a close game because Cowboys, you know, randomly tend to have those good moments where they show up against teams, but then they got the moments where they don't show up. So um, I'm gonna pick the 49ers though. But to me, the 49ers and Cowboys like it's always one of those rivalries that that like that was one of the first rivalries that actually stuck out to me. Uh, you know what I mean? As a, growing up as a kid, so. I'm always excited to see them play, but I just hate the Cowboys. So I want them to I want them to whoop 
they ass. I want Brock Purdy to go for 400 on them, three TDs. Silence the haters. Well, then people will be like, oh, well, they were missing digs and fucking Brock Purdy still system quarterback. It's, you know, people, Mm -hmm. because that's how people are these days. That's how people are these days, man. They they pick a side and their heels are dug in, and then that's fucking it. They'll just they'll just take it to the fucking grave. No matter (laughs) what wrestling. Yeah, no matter what you get. Yeah, we absolutely do. No matter what evidence gets revealed after that, they just it's okay, everybody. It's all right to say, hey, I've seen different evidence that is contrary to my official belief. I have changed the way I feel when I was presented evidence. It's it's fine. It's the way it's supposed to work, actually. Normal people. That's how normal people work. There you <laughs> that's go. How normal people work, but Tay, we know what about you, are normal, so. you got a Cowboys 49ers prediction? You think 49ers are going to whoop them? Yeah, I, I do. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think the Cowboys are a good team, right? I don't know. I'm just not impressed. Like, I, I don't think they're really a good team. Like, they, that Cardinals game really sticks out to me. Like, because the Cardinals are a scrappy team. Like they're gonna they're gonna be in every game they play this year. And that was like that was like the one game to me. I don't know, the Cowboys just didn't take them serious. And I don't think I think they're gonna come in against the 49ers. I don't think they're gonna really come like I think they're gonna early, early, I think it's gonna be a bad game. Early. It's gonna be one of those Sunday night. It's gonna be like the Seahawks and Giants. It's gonna be like one of them games. Like pretty early, you know, you know how the game's gonna go. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't think the Cowboys are a good team. They gotta, I don't know. They gotta, they got a great pass rush. They are, they are injured. You know, they don't have the best corner. You know, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. So they got Dak Prescott on the roster. It's hard to just, I, I can't do it. It's, it's hard. It's like, oh, they're gonna win. They're gonna do this. Nah. Maybe Dak five years ago. Like he's gotten worse and worse and worse as careers on a that used to be nice. I don't know what happened, but I don't know. He's just no longer that same player that he once was. And I don't I don't know. I just I just don't think he'll be the lead of his team. That offense really because the 49ers is the best is like the best defense and uh yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta pull out your best tricks. And I don't think they got it with Dak Prescott, so it'll be a rough game. Hey, what are you uh what are you looking forward to in week five? Um tomorrow. Trying to trying to beat the Bears by 75. You know, I, oh. I need a I need a I need is that a big the, is win. it commander? Is it it's commander's bears? Yeah. Oh yeah. Good yeah. good timing. On, good timing. Don't, don't act like you don't want to watch that. You're gonna watch the whole game. Good man. timing. Oh I'm, yeah. hell yeah, I'm gonna watch it. No, no, Jeff was hating. He didn't see it. Oh. But yeah, Jeff taking that at four o'clock. You can wake up at seven. You gonna watch that whole game? That game you know, stinks to high heaven, man. No <laughs> fuck what I want to intentionally watch that. You got Jaguars and Bills. that's gonna be decent. You got the Titans and Colts. It's gonna be okay, maybe. Like you got the Eagles and Rams. Shout out to Puka and the Q with the biggest surprise. I'm, I'm excited for that one. That's gonna be a good little little uh, mutual opponents thing. You know. Uh, Parallel opponents or whatever that measurement that people use, like, hey, how'd they perform against the same team? It'd be interesting because the Rams are not no hands and feet on them. The Rams are not no bullshit. So I'm gonna be interested to see how Philly do does against them. Philly ain't been looking as dominated as like people expected. They've been sloppy, man. Yeah, Washington's gonna blow out the Bears. That ain't gonna be shit. Hands and feet in front of women and children. Oh so. I need that. I don't need no nail biter. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to come back when I want to be up the whole game. I want to score first and just stay up the whole game. I need like a dominant win. Not I, I don't want a game winning field goal. I'm done with that. I need a blowout tomorrow. I got a lot of uh, Brian Robinson and I got a lot of Terry McLaurin on a lot of my fantasy teams and I got Sam Howell and Dynasty. So yes to all of the above. Let's get some points. <laughs> Commandos. True. What are you looking forward to in week five? Um, Ravens and Steelers. Um, you know, I'll always find those. Been a long time games. coming for the Ravens to play a classic country ass woman on the Steelers. Yeah, this is, you know, <laughs> uh, but I, I, man, I'm, I'm always interested in, in those games. You know, I'm always interested in those games, uh, especially because all like all my fam- friends and family, they 
they they get so hyped about it and and I you know I know I know a couple of people that are Steelers fans and and they go at it with my people so I'm I'm, I'm interested to see that a game that I'm su- I'm surprisingly interested in and I think it's because I saw Cooper Cup was uh I think he was brought back off of a off injury reserve um is the Eagles and Rams so I'm um, I'm actually interested in that and to see you know I'm, I'm you know I don't know how much Cooper's gonna play or. You know, I haven't, you know, followed up and saw, you know, like what was going on, what's going on with all of that. But I'm really actually anxious to see how that turns out. Um, I think that's going to be a really good, uh, really good game. You know, I think the Rams are deceptively, uh, deceptively good in a sense. Like they're not good in the sense like they're going to win a bunch, you know, maybe not win a bunch of games, but I think they're compete, they could compete. And uh, so I'm, I want to see that one. Um, I'll be honest though, like, you know, these, these first couple of, this first couple of weeks of the season, man, some of these some of these games stink. You know, a lot of these games don't look good, man. Like, you know, Panthers and Lions, not something I really care about. Um that Saints, Saints and Patriots, Patriots gonna set football back to the 60s. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm not <laughs> either I'm team not, won't score yeah. 20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not looking forward to that one. Um, even tomorrow's game, you know, tomorrow's game, prime example. I'm not I'm not watching tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm I'm gonna watch Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm not watching. I'm not watching that nonsense. Um, Texans and Falcons. I mean, I want. I want to see you know CJ, uh, CJ. But I'm not watching Desmond Ritter. I'm not. I'm not watching. That. <laughs> you, can't, you can't pay me to watch that. And you know, I mean, I know. I know the city gonna be. The like, city goes up for for the Atlanta Falcons games here. But I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, you know what? I'm a glutton for punishment sometimes. So I'm. A, I'm gonna say I'm looking forward to the Jets and the Broncos. I'm looking forward to it. Not because it's be too. A- I want to see. I want to see Zach Wilson stack a game. Let's go. Let's go. I want to see how Russell Wilson, uh, how he comes out and plays. Because that uh, that game against the Bears, ooh, brother, um, that was terrible. That's all I'll say. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean. It started terrible. It still was terrible. I mean, I'm not cheering for them. I'm not cheering for them. Niggas. I'm not cheering for them. No way. Like, I'm not cheering for them. Uh, no way. Like, uh, you know, I'm I, I'm interest, interested to see. Actually, I take it. I take it back. I'm interested in a couple games. And, and obviously, obviously, the Capitals and the 49ers. That's the, obviously the biggest game of this uh this week. But the, I'm really interested to see the Chiefs and the Vikings because I feel like the Vikings suck, but they could be the team that somehow the Chiefs' defense is not that good. We know this. Yeah. You know, like it's not that good. Kirk Cousins stinks, but he has his moments. It's, it's, he's like that quarterback where it's like, you know, you're not going to get too much out of him, but he can give you 350, you know, 300, 350, couple TDs. You got Justin Jefferson out there. You know what I mean? They, they got to, you know, they, 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 they got a squad. It's just, it just hasn't worked. And I think we all thought the Vikings were going to be the one that takes the division. But, you know, I mean, they, and Chief told they still could because not like anybody pulling on, you know, pulling, pulling away like that. Um, That's Detroit's division, boss. I don't know about that. Green Bay, man. So, <laughs> so here's the thing, right? So here's the thing. I think once you get to week seven, you start to know who really is going to take. Whatever the lines right now, they look good. The lines, I think we talked about this earlier, right? In, earlier in the, uh, in like before the season began, I think or around the time the season was beginning, like the line schedule didn't look that bad. You know, it just didn't look that bad, and um, they've definitely surprised. Well, I won't say surprised. I think we expect them to be decent, but I just I'm just surprised that the the Vikings aren't a little bit better. But this would be the game where you know you expect you know the Chiefs to kind of bounce back from having, you know, having to get bailed out by the refs, uh, you know, this this past week. And they might turn around and go, you know, they might turn around and go crazy. So, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, those are the two games that I probably – those three games I say. I say Ravens and Steelers. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the Jaguars and Bills, but I, I just – I find it hard to care about the Bills, even, you know, even though they're obviously a good team. Just, just find it hard to care about them sometimes. Um, you know, Ravens, Steelers, Cowboys, 49ers, and uh, Eagles and Rams, but and then you know, for, for shits and giggles, Chiefs and Vikings, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think, I think once we get to week seven and week eight, I think these games, even the ones that don't look that great on paper, will, will start to be a little more exciting because 
these games don't they mean something right now, but they don't mean something right now, if that makes sense. I mean, like they mean something, but they don't mean something. So um, you know, you can easily turn your season around by week six, week seven. So yeah. Um speaking of things to look forward to, there are like a million things going on with DAR sports media right now. Too much. Especially you know, at the time of recording of this, uh it'll be the day after. But today was basically DAR Sports Day. Uh we got huge interview out. We got uh three two, three albums. Yeah, three albums out. We got another NBA one in a week. Yeah, another one coming in the week. We got NBA pods coming. Um bunch of guests lined up for that. Uh, and we got a huge special guest next week for another ultra edition. We got guests coming on Friday night into Saturday for breaking wrestling. Whew, tell them about it. True. Man. Listen, so if, 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 and Axe can attest to this because Axe has been around for a decade. When we lock in, we lock in, uh, when we work, we work. And right now, um, let me tell you, man, uh, we just wrapped it, you know, obviously the show with, with Cam, uh, Seahawk, you know, TZ and, you know, uh, Chris from Seaplane. That's a monster right now. Um, obviously, we won't keep promoting that. Uh, we got obviously the NFL pod tonight. We got Axe, we got Tay, we got myself, we got Eric on. We got um, the NBA pod, which I think is I think we'll drop that next week. So if you listen to this right now and check it out next week, um, it's it's. I can't even give you everybody. I know Cam, you know, Seahawk is gonna talk about, you know, his 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 spurs. I know Axe, we're trying to get Axe to talk about his uh, you know, his Celtics, you know, and Axe is Coach Axe, as we used to call him. <laughs> Coach when he especially when he used to be uh, mad at Mark Smart when Mark Smart used to mess up. Uh so you know, definitely definitely wanna get Axe's take on some of that. We I think I think Tay you said you wanted to take a couple, uh a couple teams. You want to talk about a couple teams. Um we we're gonna have my man Phil Lindsay from Grapsity on Fightful. He is gonna be covering the Bulls. Um, Apollo should be on. Uh, also, he said he wanted to cover the Nuggets and he might cover another team. Nick Andre, who was with us on the last NBA pod, he will be covering a couple teams. Um, it, 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 I'm probably missing. Uh, we get we got a a guy who's a professional wrestler who actually does a Miami Heat podcast. Um, his name is Ernest Alexander. And he is based out of Florida, I believe. And he's going to come and talk about the Miami Heat. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm probably missing a couple people, man. It's so many people that said they want to tap in and be a part of this. So this is going to be our biggest, biggest, you know, pot The ever. point is, there's going to be a shitload of guests and a shitload of surprises rolling yes. out in this NBA preview pod. I, I gave a few. I gave a few out just because I want people to know someone to look forward to. And then, of course, um, Nostalgia Hours are coming back. Got a couple people who are interested in that. This uh this this weekend, you can hear myself, uh, Eric, and uh as of now, it might be maybe another guest or two. I, I'm not sure yet, but for sure, my man Heartbreak Julio, who is from the Almanac show, they just celebrated um a milestone on their show. They just had Benny the Butcher and a couple other people, you know, salute him. Um, so they they've been, you know, they've been, they've been making moves. Uh, he's gonna feature with us on a, on a week in wrestling podcast, and then of course next week on our you know our guest edition. You know, our editions will be bringing some guests. Got my guy Anthony King, who is a part of the AEW. He's a part of the first AEW album, and he's a part of the next AEW album that I am also a part of, which will be coming out actually very very soon. We'll have a full release date and all of that coming. It's too much. Uh, music wise, comeback trailers out uh, straight out of a comic book. Today we just dropped the platform, which is a small teaser EP from myself and Shakis Apollo. We also have uh, Older Gods Do Evolve, which is a LP. So we did an EP and an LP. The LP will drop very, 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 very soon. I don't have. I'll probably by the time you hit to the next episode after this one, I'll have the date all sorted out. But yeah, man. Like we're working right now. We're trying to make things happen. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna hear some ladies on, on here too soon, you know what I mean? Like some some different some different ladies on here mm. too, you know what I'm saying? We, we I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna keep that a little close to the vest right now. But uh yeah, we we 
DER Sports and Media is all about expanding, and that's what we're doing right now. So just stay tuned. We got a Buy lot. your stock now. Buy your stock now. We on the rise. <laughs> that's the that's the yeah. So much uh much love to everybody who's listening. Much love to everybody who supported us from day one, which is a lot of y'all. Actually, a lot of people who were really excited about it, and now I feel like. I'm not, and this is not me tossing a shot. You can keep this in there because I want this to be known. There's a lot of outlets out there that do things the wrong way. And I feel like for us, we want to do things the right way. We want to support, we want to do, you know, make things happen. And this is this is the start of that. So for all the other outlets that are pushing nonsense, pushing bullshit, we are here to do the exact opposite. So NBA stuff. Dropping soon. NBA articles dropping soon. Tons of awesome guests. Tons of awesome guests for the upcoming Nostalgia Hours. A lot of stuff going on. And that's because the world of DAR media never stops.